0: The things are. How did you forget? How did you forget who we were? Computers are dumb. Audacity specifically is dumb. Audacity, why are you so dumb? This episode is sponsored by Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your free software. Your free mediocre recording software. Your very nice recording software. That's free. It's free Same and it's thanks. really good. Used by everyone except me. What do you use? GarageBand for editing, not recording. I mean, I used to use it for recording, too. And look where it led us, to this place of desperation and folly. <laughs> it didn't. Oh, that's just me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it, you're it's always the one that's having problems. That's well, because we use it all the time. Um, it's a logical fallacy. I guess so. <laughs> anyway, so it's hysterical history. Aren't Hello. you? Aren't you amused? Aren't you entertained? I love hearing us yell about audio things. We just had to try, like, four times to make it work. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm glad you weren't here for that. Yep. We made sure. That was bad. That was bad. Well, um, I was going to do Rasputin today. Why are you doing Rasputin, Haley? Oh, I'm Alexis. I don't believe you. that's Haley. I'm Haley. Why are you doing Rasputin, Haley? I'm not doing Rasputin. That's the tragedy. Oh, No. No. There's too much to research in three days. That's fair. And I want to do more. Okay. But I feel awful because we got a wonderful, beautiful email requesting Rasputin from Alexandra of Idaho. Ohio. Ohio? Not Idaho at all. No, nope. Very far away. Very had, different places. Had one job. <laughs> Alexandra of Ohio of Ohio uh, sent us a lovely email. Thank you for sending us an email. It was adorable and concise, and there, were, there's a lot of information there in a short amount of time, and I really appreciated it. I mean, I would appreciate, even if you sent an email in and it was long and rambling, I would appreciate any emails. Right, even if you just sent one that said, cool job, bro, I'd yeah. be cool with that, too. But yours mm. was great. Oh, here are the lovely children outside. I hate... I hate, I hate hearing the children sing. Yeah. Singing the songs of angry men. <laughs> Maybe we should shut the windows. They're all closed. Oh, I shut them. Very loud children. Anyway. Hope you're having a great day and a better commute. Stay safe. Learn lots. Yeah. And thank you for the request. We will do Resputin eventually, but you were right when you said there was a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, And I started researching. I'm like, there's a lot of cool stuff, but I want to get, like, the cool, fun stuff. Right. You gotta do a deep dig mm-hmm. in somebody like Rasputin to get stuff that people don't already know. Great. Um And you gotta... Like, it takes time. Like, I learned that, um... Well... Don't tell me. Okay. I'll, I'll just tell Alexandra... I'll just send her an email and be like, here's what I learned to do, do it. It's really funny. <laughs> just send it to her personally. <laughs> she's your new best friend, and she's going to join you on this podcast instead of me yep. now. Tell all your... Place Alexis with Alexandra. Tell all your cute uh, friends and uh, about all this, this cool Rasputin lingo stuff I learned. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, thank you, Alexandra. You're great, and um, your partners also sound great. And yeah. your your work partners. We hope even maybe your maybe uh, your romantic partners. Sure, probably it was never explained. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's work partners, but I um, mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no judgment. Uh, but we hope that you're still going to listen, even though we can't do respute immediately. <laughs> uh, we should and move feel on. Feel free to send us all the emails you want, Alexandra, about anything you want to hear about. Because or it was great. Yeah. Or or you, Keegan. Are really? You got you to go, with Keegan. <laughs> It's gonna you be can't say John. <laughs> there's gonna be one Keegan. Timothy, who's gonna he's Kevin. Gonna, he's gonna die. Toby. He's gonna be so. He's like no one's ever said my Rasputin. name in in real life. say <laughs> <It's like> Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> We've been getting some UK listeners. I don't know. Maybe some of them are patriots <laughs> like from Ireland or something. But okay. <laughs> it's true. We have a thousand more than a thousand listens now in America. Are from America. That's right. We have almost 500 in Japan. Killing That's it. That's right. Hoshi. Oh gosh. Stop <laughs> saying people's names <laughs> when you don't know anybody. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. It's good. It's good. Okay. And there's other people. Australia. Canada, there's other people. Germany. We want to hear emails from you. I don't care if your English isn't great. Send me an email, yeah. man. Yeah. Greg. I can put it through Babelfish. That's Sophie? Not, I don't think Babelfish is real anymore. I don't think that exists anymore. You can, I mean, you can do, like, the Wayback Machine. Ah, uh, that's true. You can do Wayback Machine. I don't know if it would work. I mean, Babelfish never worked, so yeah. it, it wouldn't work. Uh, so you wouldn't know the difference? <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, it still works. But you know Good. what? I have friends who speak German. I can get them to translate. It's fine. Your names into English? Probably I have friends who speak Japanese. We'll figure it out. Anyway, what are you talking about, Haley? <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded. Uh, yeah, it has been. I like it, though. Well, also, I want to apologize that we did two weeks of me in a row. I know. Which means you had to hear mostly my voice Everyone two weeks in a row. Everyone just hates that. Right. Uh. So I'm pretty sure everyone's really mad. Sorry. We had a lot of, like, traveling happening, and we had some, like, backlog episodes recorded. They just all happened to be mine. <laughs> That's why I said Idaho. I'm still traumatized. Yeah. By Idaho, yeah, if we didn't even go to I mean, okay, how dare you? <laughs> we went to Idaho for like an hour, yeah, it was real bad. Oh my gosh, anyway, it was real bad. Um, <laughs> shout oh, out no. to Ohio, or Ohio and Idaho. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you stupid states, uh, gosh, anyway, sound the same, <laughs> they don't. It's just you already confuse them and it messes me up, but um. Yeah, so sorry you had to hear my voice two weeks in a row mostly. Uh, and you're having to hear it now while I apologize. Um, yeah. No, it was great. That's the way that things happened. But I'm I should be back to normal schedule now, unless you want to do two in a row. No, it was great because um, I forgot we did Pope Demote. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy. Pope demote. It's one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> so that's pretty pleased. It was a good episode. I, I had think. to like stop you and hold your sleeve and be like, No. Listen to the words Pope again. Poptimo. You're so excited. Listen to the words that I'm saying with my mouth. Anyway, let's stop talking about other episodes. Let's not <laughs> talk about this episode. Well, I wanted to do something uh, Russian-ish. Themed. russian themed Russian-flavored. Mm. So like, like uh, vodka. Vodka. Yep. So just, it's not a taste as much as a sensation. It's burning. Unless it's like up. cheap Russian, and then it's like, uh, it's sort of like a drain cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't a, drink, so this is all news to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you always want to have something mixed in with it. Sure. Uh, if it's cheap. If it's good, then it you, you won't even notice it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Except it's not that vodka. <laughs> It's a little about vodka. I'm oh. going to be talking about Russia. Sure. Uh, but I'm going to tell you some of my favorite Alaska state history. Oh, fun! Which is also some of my favorite Russian history. Fair. Which is naturally some of my favorite Cold War history. Right. Um, have you heard of the Iron Curtain? No. What's that, Haley? <laughs> what could it be? <laughs> Well, when you uh, go to the dentist and you get x rays of your right. chompers, okay. they place the iron curtain on you uh, before they do the x rays. So that doesn't kill you. So it doesn't kill you. Okay. Uh, no. What does that have to do with Russia? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know what it is. So stupid. Tell you who don't. What is it? Uh, well, it doesn't actually matter. The fact is that okay. I'm not going to talk about the iron curtain. I'm going to oh. talk about the ice curtain. Oh. Of <laughs> you you looked so You looked so disappointed. She's like, "Oh." She looked oh, down. Just of course they would call it that. The ice <laughs> curtain. It's just stupid. Wow, uh, what would you like the the sickle curtain? No, I don't know, like the back end iron curtain? Nope. The don't toilet curtain stop. <laughs> okay, just tell me what it is. Um <laughs> So a little bit of Geopolitical backstory, which is the sexiest thing you'll ever hear mm-hmm. in your ears. Oh yeah, uh, but Russia's kind of a flip-flopped U.S. in a like geographic sense, or America's kind of a flip-flopped Russia. Okay, because so the U.S. has like a period of expansionism and moving right. into the West, and it's the Wild West. Right. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. I was driving in reno and an ad came on the radio for cowboy con oh gosh cowboy con featuring all of your favorite cowboys <laughs> okay i have to cut this out you understand <laughs> no never don't cowboy it's con. not related it is we've already been so i'm gonna talk track. about cowboys right now okay anyway russia is something kind of like this but it's the Wild East and it's Siberia. Gotcha. And mm. it's mostly awful because it's Siberia. Right. And where they send people for exile because they're mad. Yeah, it was part of. Uh, like, I was researching on Rasputin and I'm like, oh, yeah, all this Siberia where they put all their undesirables. Yep. But uh, it's also, like, kind of a land of, like, freedom and. Like, finding yourself, because, uh, like, the serfs can go out there and work their own land and not be under any lords or anything. Right. So it's kind of got this, like, hopeful tinge to it. Nice. <laughs> Amidst all the doom. All the, like, freezing <laughs> cold and death. Lawlessness and scary bears and... Right. But I think that's, like, anytime you have somewhere that's called, like, the wild, insert cardinal direction, it's probably gonna have bears in it. Sure. Um... And tigers sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not here, but yep, sometimes. Sometimes. Russia does. Yep. I want to talk about Siberia's tigers someday. Okay, but that's not what we're talking about. That's on. not that you know of. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's not. I can tell by the someday word. Someday. <laughs> Let's keep going. And that is this day. Pew, 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 <laughs> boo, 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 boo. And the banner falls down. I can't keep you on task in any way. No. <sighs> I should have known when I popped out of the door and was like, are you ready to learn? Boop-a-doo-boop-boo, you ready to learn? You ready to learn? Okay. Yeah. Tell me some more facts and stop (laughs) singing. Okay. So on the far end, the wild east, far east Siberia, it eventually stops. Mm -hmm. Um, Once upon a time, there were about, like, 37 miles of cold ocean, and then Russia would start back up again. Oh. Uh, Like a chunk just broke off? Uh, kind of. Okay. It's more like they were always connected, but something got in the way. Water. The, the thing was water. <laughs> okay. the, t- the tears of heartbreak. Nope. Yep. Okay. Maybe. But but these days that other bit of Russia is just Alaska. It's just Alaska over there. Ah, I see. Um, and out in the middle of that sea of tears and heartbreak, and loneliness. Uh, there are a uh, couple of islands. And we call them big Diomede and little Diomede. Like the dots from Alaska that stretch out. Nope, those oh. are um, the Aleutian Islands. Okay. Those are farther south. Gotcha. So I'm, I'm going to do the Alaska hand. Yep. For Alaska for Alexis. You probably should. <laughs> you try to tell them what what it is. <laughs> so uh, I don't know where else does this except for like Michigan and maybe like. Colorado. I do not know that anybody else did this. Interesting. Yeah, Michigan does it. Okay. Uh, I think Wisconsin does it. Sure. Because uh, it's like the the mitten of Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, but you can make sort of a, a rough uh, map of a place with your hand and then just, like, point to where you live. Right. And you can make the shape of Alaska with your hand by, like, putting out your, your right hand and the index finger comes out and the thumb comes out like you're making an L shape. Uh to the side. And it's, like, to the side, pointing down, and the other fingers are kind of curled around. Yeah. Your palm's facing out, so you can see the back of your hand. Yeah. Uh, and it's, like, it's Alaska-ish. Sure. That's close. Uh, anyway, so the index finger pointing out would be the Aleutian Islands, okay. and, the, and they're the bits that stretch, like, all or, the way o- over to, like, Japan and r- Russia. Right, And it's, like, way, way the hell over there. And the thumb is, like, down where Washington State is. Yep. Uh, so... Big diameter and little diameter, kind of like up where the ring-ish finger would be. Okay. Like kinda out here. Sure. In the Bering Strait. Uh and they're they're very small and they're very lonely. There's no trees. Mm. Uh it's very windy there. No one goes there. Sure. It is a silly place. Russia has the big one, America has the little one. They're separated by the International Dateline and about two miles of Bering Sea. You um, said America has a little one? Did you mean Russia? No. Okay. Russia has the big one. America has the little one. Okay. I, for some reason, heard that wrong. Continue. Yes. We have little diomede. Okay. We have the little baby one. Sure. We are, the, we are the tiny country. I mean, you are the tiny bit of Russia that broke off. Yep. <laughs> broke Russia away. has the big one. It is the big country. It has the big island. That's true. Most of the year, or at least half of the year... They're completely covered in ice. You can actually walk between one island and the other island. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can land planes out on the ocean huh. in the winter as long as the um, the ice is, like, paved. Sure. Zambonied. They have to, like, Zamboni it. Okay. And it has to be four feet thick, which is pretty easy. You can get that most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll post a video. It's, like, Nat Geo three minutes long or something. It's so weird there's an Alaska state trooper has to visit Little Diomede, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we just have to Zambo in a Zamboni the sea and like dig down in the ice, make sure it's thick enough and he pulls it out it's like 3.5 feet, good enough. It'll do." Oh no. It's the the directing's really weird cuz mm. every time the the state trooper comes up there's like a a western twang guitar. My name my name down that pound. And every time the, the local guy who's doing the drilling comes on, it's this really sad piano. It's like, what's <laughs> happening? It's so weird. And it switches between them hmm. pretty often, and the music cuts from one to the other very abruptly. I'm like, what's... I don't understand what's happening. It's stressful. Sad piano. So, uh, just like now, World War cold (laughs) this was the only shared border (laughs) between (laughs) I can't not when you're laughing we're cold (laughs) is it a world war? I mean (sighs) the cold war cold war Mm -hmm. (laughs) stupid okay okay During the Cold War, War. So this was our this was our one shared physical border. The two little islands, Yes. Yeah, or su- the big and the little, yeah, su- such as it is. They're both little, but one slightly less little, sure, than the other. Um, on a on a visit to the Bering Strait, Gorbachev's official spokesperson called it the ice curtain, uh, and it, it's on paper. It's like an important location, mm-hmm. very strategic. Uh but on the ground there's no none of the trappings you would expect of a Cold War station. There's no like barbed wire fences. Sure. There's no like watchtowers or like electrified death mines or like robot puppies with lasers on their faces. I don't think there's ever those, but I mean we weren't there. Okay. There's no like neon, but it's not. There's, it's not like North and South Korea, like the border. Yeah, there's course. no like demilitarized zone. Right. It's not. It's not even as bad as the Iron Curtain. Even like no one, no one really lives there. Like people that live there have been living there for millennia. They're just like, what? We don't care what you're doing. Right. They're not even really Russian. It's like yeah. They're they, not Russian. They're not they're American. They're not beholden to the Russian government or the yeah. American government. They don't. They don't care about any of the governments. They're just like, just let us, like, hunt our walruses and leave, leave us, us alone. alone. Yes. <laughs> fine. fine. Uh, but due to just some weirdness with uh, Earth's magnetic field, Alaska happens to be a very strategic place for, uh, like, listening to radio signals. Oh. It's, like, a, a secret, uh, magical place to eavesdrop on, like, everything, Fun. apparently. And even now, it's still, like, a really important, like, Air Force and military base. Mm-hmm. You can like catch all those missiles when they're coming in and throw them back. Right in their face. Right in their face. Pocket full, of pocket sand. Um, and it's still like pretty hush hush, quiet quiet. And then especially because Cold War. Right. But like my grandfather had a story that he saw a UFO when he was working up in the interior of Alaska for one of the communication centers. Mm. Um, which I'm pretty sure was some kind of like stealth maneuver practice or like sure. nighttime flight test. Of course um or aliens sure but ufo doesn't mean aliens it just means yep. unidentified i'm just i'm just saying it could be an option okay uh it may that is an option sure uh so back away from the islands on the main two mainlands uh they're taking things pretty seriously it's like height of the cold war They have channels that are feeding directly into, like, the master security facilities at Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado. They've got rooms that look like uh, the set of war games. They've got red telephones. They've got green screens with little flashy lights. Keys to turn. Keys. Very important keys that turn things. But multiple are needed to cause the doom death. Many of the keys are needed at one time. Well, all of them, but there's more than one. There are incoming missile warnings that uh, might go off. But up at the front, there's just, like, radios. They have radios so they can overhear each other's routine communications. Just, like, regular telescopes. There's, like, a couple KGB border guards on one side. Alaska National Guard people on the other side, and they're just watching each other, watching each other. Yep. It's like, what are you guys doing? It's real dinky. What are you guys doing today? Just uh, watching you guys. I mean, it's a great job. What are you guys doing? Nothing much. Looking at you. Just looking at you. What are you doing? What are you thinking about? No, you hang up first. (laughs) No, you do. (laughs) No, you look away first. (laughs) No, you look. (laughs) So the ice curtains first... Big freeze. (gasps) Oh. I don't know what that means. The the first um, coldening of relations over the political borders. Okay. The big freeze. Sure. Between the big kahunas of Soviet Union and... America. America. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't What's forget... What's the other one? What's the other one again? <laughs> There's another player in this dance, Ooh. but I don't remember. This two-person war. Who? Morocco? Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah. Chile. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. <Uruguay. clears throat> uh Between the years of 1936 and 1938, when... Um, a Jesuit missionary by the name of Father Tom Cunningham Mm -hmm. started riling up all the Soviets' border anxieties due to his just rampant comings and goings between the islands. How dare he? He had almost four converts on the big island, so you knew he was busy. Is he had three. So almost four means? He, Uh He maybe had four. <laughs> there were maybe four converts. Out of how many people? Uh, I don't know what their population was I in mean, the thirties. Maybe if like they're really low, that is scary because it's, he's like sweeping the board. Maybe, like he could just bust in here and make us all freaking. Western Christians, that's not okay. I want to say the population of Little Diomede was like 600. Okay, so it's not good. But that might have been like in the like 70s and 80s, like once okay. military stuff started ramping up. And I don't know how many were military people or how many right. were natives and how many just but like... almost four people, lived you say. Those. And then I don't know how many people lived on Big Diomede. Sure. Um, more than 100... Probably less than a thousand. Fair. So it's not a like everyone. No. No, it's not. Tisn't. See, because like... Um, if there were like ten people on the island, that'd right. be pretty good. Um want to say like i'm mormon right and we are very big about missionary work and we just like busted into american samoa and like converted all those people Mm -hmm. it's like 99 percent mormon in american samoa it's very strange um so this guy's not really trying is what you're saying no that's not what i'm saying (laughs) i'm saying like there's not a lot of people in american samoa so it's not that hard sure and after a few generations and not that i'm saying that people who converted them that wasn't hard but like after a few generations, everybody's Mormon, sure. you know? So it's like... Just if, there's, a, if there's not a lot of people, it makes yeah. your numbers look really good. hmm yeah. But if there's only four and there's at least 100 people, it's not great. Yeah, they, um... Not, not mm-hmm. a threat to be concerned about. He... They, the Russians probably got the, um... They probably used a percentage when they got their part. and They're like, "Oh my gosh, thirty some percent? What?" Or whatever right. it would be. It's like, no, it's like four people. Yeah, it's not a big deal. They're all like grandmas. It's fine. Yeah, they just like having him over for tea. I know. And it's, vodka. It's super fine. Don't just worry about. Chill. it. Chill. <laughs> Seriously, Jesuits. It's fine. But it was not fine. It's not fine. The Soviet government like sent him a letter. It's like, knock it off. You're not supposed to do that. Strongly written letter. <laughs> hey, and nobody cared. Like, get he, out of here. He um, confided to one of his other uh, priest friends. He's like, "Yeah, they uh, they told me not to, but like, no one's gonna rat me out. It's fine." Uh, and I don't Boldy. think I don't think anyone did. I think he just. He had to get caught eventually. Right. Uh, so there's an incident where <clears throat> he and some Soviet officers, I think, just surprised each other out there on the ice. When imagine everyone with really big eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like, they literally right <laughs> into each other. Yeah. Father Tom's, he's not even out there working. He's out uh, hunting walrus. He's chasing walruses around. Really? Yeah. That's so what it says. <laughs> and the officers tried to seize him at gunpoint, and then he got away. He just ran away on the ice. He's a sneaky little walrus. He's a sneaky little walrus, and they couldn't catch him. (laughs) (laughs) And the Soviets, very angry, put a bounty of a thousand rubles on his head. That's like seven dollars. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, I love it. I'm gonna look up how much a thousand rubles is. A thousand rubles in like 1938. We'll say 1938. Take um, me a minute. So they were. They 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 sent their strictly worded letter. They put out their their Jesuit priest bounty of seven dollars <laughs> and eight cents American. <laughs> uh, uh, and this led to the the first uh, strictures on travel across the Bering Strait, uh, which I want, I want to say, like, stricter, because, like, clearly they didn't want people doing it. Sure. Uh, like, the Russian Revolution didn't really reach the end of Siberia until, like, the 1920s, and all the locals on both sides, like, didn't care. Because, mm. like, both sides have families on, like, a, each side, and no one bothered fussing around with identification papers or, like, Real currency or like I don't know, like passports or anything like that. Okay. Um. Anyway, so Father Tom was quoted that both sides were um, suspicious as hell. Um. This keeps like giving me like a thousand nine hundred and thirty-eight U.S. dollars is one hundred fifteen thousand rubles. What? That's what it keeps telling me. Reverse it. Reverse it. Back it up, but it's not do- But it's not from the time period. It's like now rubles. Oh, so I see. it's very confusing. Now rubles. One dollar is fifty nine rubles. Is what this says. Um, at the time, I don't think so. Mm. Let's do <laughs> nineteen forty rubles two dollars. Yeah, it's like a thousand rubles. Uh, on this like one. Now. This one says one. Oh, no, that's... Oh, I see what you it see did. You see what's happening? Yeah, I yeah, see what it did. Yeah. So you do, like, 1940 the year, and it's like, do you mean 100... what 1,940 rubles? rubles? Yeah, and I'm like, that's not what I want. No, I wanted it in the year. Well, in any case, nowadays 1,000 rubles is, like, $16. And 80 cents. Ha-ha. <laughs> that was close. So oh, can't imagine it was, like, super better in nope. uh, the 40s. No, 1938. In the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union. Nope. Can't imagine. Anyway. So that's like, that's barely a slap on the wrist. It's yeah. like, do you want like two, like a, a vodka? If you, can, you. if you can stop this hippie Jesuit from doing this, we'll give you like two bottles of vodka. Two of them. Which is probably uh, incentive enough, but it's not like, like bring us his head. Right. It doesn't sound like it's real <laughs> gross. They're just fed up. They're like, stop it, man. It's like it's embarrassing stop when you freaking <laughs> slip away from us somehow when we're uh, the army and you're a priest. With your walrusy ways. Yeah. How dare you. should be noted that Father Tom was indeed doing, uh, quote, a couple extracurricular jobs across the border for U.S. Army intelligence. Hmm. So he was uh, a spy. He was a little bit of a hippie spy. He was a Christian spy. He was a je- little Jesuit spy. What a priest spy. Little little walrus spy boy. He had a, he had a gun holstered under mm, his, under his uh, robes. His cassock? Do they do cassock? I don't know anything what about What do that. Jesuits wear? Let me ask Google. Hey Google, they're like uh, hun- 1,940 underwears. <laughs> You're like, oh. We came I'm at gonna, you through. I'm going to cut it out. It doesn't matter. No, it's so Good I have to I can't oh. The Society of Jesus is what it gets me. <laughs> Society of Jesus is underwear. What do they wear? We don't know. I want yeah, oh clerical clothing would be great. You should keep it but learn how to bleep things. I don't. I don't want to learn how to believe things in the next day. So that's okay. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, so things started getting tense. Are they? They're Catholic Jews. What's it? Yeah. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, during the Red Scare, it was lobbying real hard to get the border sealed. May 1948, Soviets notified the State Department that the passage would no longer be free of charge. No longer come as you go. No longer do as you want. Okay. The the rabbit was worn until the early 20th century. The century. Rab, the rabbit? The rab-the rabbit, The rabbit? It does say cassock. I felt like an yeah. idiot. I thought I was just getting my, my Russian things mixed no, up. No, you're right. Cool. And right before that it was the rabbit. But then they changed over to the cassock. Anyway. The Russians or Soviets are trying to have a respectable Cold War, and they can't do that with this Jesuit hobo running <sighs> around chasing belugas and trying to get grandmas to have tea with him. It's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. It takes a while for news to get around uh, when you're up there. Mm-hmm. So word word kind of trickles down uh, from the Soviets to the State Department in Washington to Nome, which is one of the nearest bigger cities, and then onto whatever bush plane or telegraph system is available sure. to get it on the islands. Uh, the locals continue to just not give an f. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then, then like, a week later, a hunting party sets out from Little Diomy to visit family across the way, and as soon as they arrive, there's, like, no one they know is there. Everyone's gone, and it's just Soviet soldiers as far as the eye can see. Whoa. And the Soviets intern them for 52 days of interrogation. What? And then let them go and tell them not to do it again. We're serious this time. Like, don't come back? Yeah. Even though they have relatives there. Yep. Because they don't have passports or anything. Mm-hmm. And we're not we're not visiting each other, right? They're you're not Russian. That's so intense. Mm-hmm. And terrible, right? Did they like evacuate the island. No. Well, I mean, I don't know what they did. with the Okay, that's me. what I'm saying. They're like, probably are they just, imprisoned somewhere, or they just evacuate. Probably them? just keeping them away from the coast. It's like, no, you can't see your grandchildren. Oh gosh. They're American grandchildren. You don't get it. It's like, are they? Are they really? No. But. It's uh, so annoying for people on these islands because they're like, dude, <coughs> we don't get in your business. Leave us alone. Right. Um, but there there was movement. There's a little bit of movement. Like, it's pretty much closed, like, forever. Indefinitely. Like, very definitely closed. Mm-hmm. Solid closed. Officially Closed. From, like, 40s to uh, very late 80s. Mm. Like, they finally start letting uh, planes visit each other in, like, 81, 88? Sure. Early 90s. If you want to know, the Cold War is really long. Yeah, it's really long. And it's just us, like... It's like America and Russia have crossed their arms and turned their backs to each other mostly, but they keep peeking over their shoulder to make mm-hmm. sure they're not instead. Mm-hmm. Don't blow me up with a missile, dude. Uh but but there's still people that uh get get through. Mm-hmm. Like there's what's well, one guy, uh Valery Dionovich Minikov, a white Russian mechanic who escaped to Saint Lawrence, uh homemade kayak with a six-year-old son. Oh, no. Don't do that. (sighs) Uh, It's the only known eastbound defector. Let me see. He was a veteran in World War II chased by Border Patrol. Um, I think he made it all the way down to uh, Pacific Northwest, resettled under an assumed name. but Soviet agents tracked him down and harassed him until his death in American Mental Hospital in 1967. Oh, poor boy. Very sad. Uh and then there'd be just random stranger spottings every now and then. Uh one of the most upsetting two people on the ground, I'm sure, was in October eighty two. Uh five strange figures just came out of the water just randomly in wetsuits, um uh, wow. over all of all of drab uniforms. It's a horror movie. <laughs> yep. Uh um, no. which they think were maybe uh like Russian secret spy people. Okay. But also, yeah. Um, But a lot of people uh, were probably just, like, natives who were just coming and going, trying to quietly interlope and get their business done. Uh, The Defense uh, Intelligence Agency. Defense Intelligence Agency Mm -hmm. denied, of course, that anyone was, like, doing anything. Of course. No reason to panic. A local coroner reported, um, they had seen a, a Russian found dead inside an old Air Force post in 79, hmm. uh, and he thought that the guy had probably been cut off from his group, which is kind of sad because, uh, like, when you think about why they were doing it, because there's, like, you think about the Cold War, you think about, like, the fate of the world and nuclear apocalypse and right. all that stuff. But, like, the most plausible motive that I've heard is it's, it's just... Like, imagine boys sneaking up to their cranky neighbor's house, um, like, daring each other to touch it. Right. Um, and then running away before anyone knows. Like, to kill a Mockingbird. And then they are a man. Uh, and it's sort of play, and it's sort of training, and there's, like, a... There's sort of military logic behind it. Like, in peacetime, it's, like, a weird training opportunity where there's not a whole lot of risk, but you can still get all those skills all up in there. Right. Um... And then sometimes people die. Uh, sorry, Alexandra. I hope you're enjoying your commute still. <laughs> and you're Russian. Less funny <laughs> Russian history. Uh, a lot of people died in Rasputin's story. Sure. It gets funnier from here on out, it's pretty light. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but a lot of more things can go wrong in this situation because it's just like the two big world powers. Literally sitting so close their knees are touching and just staring at each other, and nothing really happens ever. No, uh, because there's a gentleman's agreement, um, and the safety of both sides rests on this just accepted fact, uh, this unwritten rule that if, like, if you don't shoot down our agents, if you don't knock down our satellites, if you don't like mess with all of our stuff, we won't do that to you either, right? Neither of the parties wants to start a war, mm-hmm. like a, a, a hot war, hot, hot war, <laughs> in hot pants. Right? They they don't. Want, it's because it, they know it's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of lives lost, a lot of money, a lot of time, and like not a lot out of it really. Um, Just death. Yeah. Plus, both sides are claiming that they have large stores of nuclear weapons, so there's also, like, the mutually assured destruction factor. If Mm -hmm. you shoot one at us, we're going to shoot one at you. Mm Mm-hmm. So don't. Gosh, you know, I should have waited to say it was going to get better until after we had the talk about mutually assured destruction. Mm -hmm. Probably. Anyway. You know it's going to get good, because I'm about to start talking about vodka. Great. Um... The point being in all that was that I love that people just get so human and so observably human when you get right down on the ground, where it's not even, like, those posts on the mainlands. It's the people down on those two little islands just, like, staring at each other and being right. bored. That are the microcosm level. Mm-hmm. Just like, those people have more in common with each other than they have with anyone in Moscow. Or Washington, D.C. Or the world. Or the world. Yeah. No one knows their pain. Nope. Uh, So Little Diamede didn't enact an alcohol ban until the 70s. There was a bit of a hush-hush fraternization problem between all the border guards on the Soviet side and all the villagers on the other. Mm -hmm. I mean, vodka parties is what we're basically talking about here. Good old time. Russians are like, you like to drink? We love to drink. What? Oh, my. That's my favorite thing. It's so helpful when it's freaking freezing as hell. Oh, my gosh. It's the only thing that doesn't freeze out here. Are you kidding me? Perfect. It's the best thing that's ever happened. You like to drink? I love to drink. Let's party. Party. One source (laughs) that I got uh, says there were, it got to the point where Russian soldiers were walking the three miles over the ice uh, and going up and knocking on the door uh, of the villagers and being like, hey, you ready? You ready to party? Let's do this. It's so cute. It's adorable. It's like it's like in World War II when they all stop fighting to have Christmas together. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh. Just keep doing that. It's like Christmas transcends the death and the war. That's what peace is. You just keep doing that. Right, you just keep having Christmas together. And there are there are more records. I love this. The National Guard in Alaska kept a record in mm. a sealskin book of all the. What? It wasn't alive. That's so gross. <laughs> it's just. It's like moleskin notebooks. It's not no. It's not. It's different. It's slippery. <laughs> it's not slippery. It's not slippery. You don't keep it wet. No. It's it's pretty... not a fish. Even fish when you make it into weird isn't. And... anyway just keep going so there were always people that were trying to defect mm-hmm. or visit little uh from little Diamede to the soviet union or sometimes they, it seems like they just wander and get lost like oops i'm on the wrong oops i'm in the wrong country i got real drunk and i don't know where i am oh no i'm in russia Whoops. i'm in russia now i'm in a different day oh. Uh, someone walk me home okay. walk Basically, me back to America seriously though uh, about like twice a year has happened because a lot of weird people think Alaska is a good idea right? Uh, and like exclusively weird people think Alaska is a good idea when Alaska includes the Bering Strait mm-hmm. which is never a good idea honestly like I knew someone who's was it's like a new someone from New York and they're like I was thinking of taking a cruise in Alaska and I wanted to know what you thought and it was a cruise through the Bering Sea I'm like don't do that the airport plan uh don't assured death just don't hmm. i have no other thing to say to you besides don't do that don't and uh murder whoever suggested you you do because they want to kill you <gasps> yep they're trying right now they're being like loose about their plans but they're going to be more aggressive mm-hmm. once you don't do it there was a school worker on little diomede who went over on a homemade raft hmm. In 17, or not 17, 1979, someone tried to cross in a bathtub with a sail and a paddle. He didn't even reach the dateline before the American uh, National Guard had to go save him. Right. <laughs> Why? I don't know. All these people have weird and various reasons for Why doing this. What you think a bathtub, though? <laughs> That's my... Pr- because it's you don't float bathtubs. Just because you put water in a bathtub doesn't mean it's going to float on the water. I mean, if anything, I would think the opposite. Right. The water wants to go inside it. It does. Nope. And they're heavy. <laughs> they're, they're heavy. They're very heavy. Yep. And especially in the 70s, you said? 79. They're going to be even heavier, yeah. right? They're filled with that old-timey weight. They're going to be made out of, like, metal mm-hmm. or, like, like heavy-duty porcelain <laughs> or something. Like now we're using all sorts of I mean, like polymers and crap to make things light and stronger, right. but like not then. It's a it's a village of like five hundred in the middle of nowhere. It's not going to be a, a it's in light. in a lead tub. It's in a, he's <laughs> in a lead tub. I don't even know how he got it out of his house, <sighs> much less halfway across the ocean. Even if that part of the ocean's, like two miles, sure. That's like a mile in a bathtub. That's amazing. How dare you? How dare you? The Russians, you know, are just, like, watching, just, like... So, wait, what? he's going from America to Russia? Yeah, all okay. these people are, are America to Russia. Oh, gosh. Um, there's only the one known person who was Russia to America. Oh, really? And that was that one guy. Oh, who got harassed and then died. Who got harassed and then, and and then and died. Israel. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. Okay. Um, there was Baron Arnaud de Rosnay, a Frenchman who windsurfed. 75 miles from somewhere on the mainland. You wouldn't know by the way you pronounce the name. <laughs> past <laughs> Little Diomede to East Cape in Siberia. There was a, a, quote, hefty woman swimmer from LA. Hey. Who went from Little Diamede over to Big Diomede. An elder of Little Diomede uh, attributed her feat to the fact that she sort of looked like a seal. Oh, my gosh. First of all, <laughs> First of all. Second of all. They're probably into it. That's freezing as hell. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's wrong with her? I don't know. People do all sorts of weird swimming things. Gosh. No, it's like when people do that freaking what is it called, polar plunge. Oh, yeah. When the water's freezing everywhere and they're like, let's just run into it in underwear. I'm like, don't yeah. do that. That's a very, very famous thing. No, well, I mean, people do it in Moses Lake when it's just winter. We do it in Alaska all the the time. But it's like, don't do that. I've never done it, but... Why are you trying to give yourself frostbite? uh, Usually it's, like, for a charity. I know, but that doesn't excuse it. (laughs) People don't need to get cancer treatments that bad. Let them die. If they want it, they'll jump in the water. Just donate money and don't go in the water! (laughs) <clears throat> anyway, the Soviets were very impressed mm-hmm. with that woman. They escorted her on shore with a heated sleeping bag, tuxedoed waiters. what silver? How do they have tuxedos China ready and beverages served from red thermoses did they Did they just have like extra tuxedos around and so they're like, "Let's dress up for this babe like they were so desperate to impress. they yeah. just like. I don't know, there's I don't James know. Bond. I don't know. Find something. Find anything. Now. Uh, I don't know. Paint it on your shirt. <laughs> on your darkly on your body. <laughs> Paint it on your body with a sharpie. It doesn't matter. Ah, she's coming. She's so hot. And she swam in the water. Amazing. She's so cool. <clears throat> she's cool and hot. It's crazy. She's she's cool and hot. Get all the silver. And all the china. It's so weird. <laughs> but great for her. Yeah. Well, do you know her name? Um, I could look it up. Uh, the article did not give it. The I article do. doesn't give the names for almost any of these people. Hmm. She sounds cool. She sounds really cool. Um, special delegate of the KGB to the Bering Strait, Lieutenant Colonel V.E. Ruba. Roomba. Sure. <laughs> DJ Rahuba, Rah- Rahuba. Rumba? Rahuba, DJ Roomba, Rah- Rahuba, maybe Rahuba, Rahuba is what I would say. Rahuba. Anyway, something about the ba makes me want to be gentle with his name. Um, he turned up to supervise the return of the person known as the Wanderer. Oh, who? Uh, I mean, in the article. Everyone's having a really grand time. I'll just say, speculating on what Rahuba must have done hmm. uh, at the Kremlin to have caused him to receive this outpost at the butt end of the world. Sure. They're like, did he step on, like, someone's toes? Did he kill someone's flowers? I don't know. He murdered someone's family. He may have murdered someone's family. But he, whenever they mention him, he's, he always sounds very dour and very sad. I see. <laughs> it's very funny. I mean, he's in the worst place. Anyway, the Wanderer, uh, tall, blonde boy with glasses, um, an apparent psychiatric case, eluded Soviet guards and dogs for a week hmm. before being caught and sent to Siberia. A week later, he was returned to Little Diamete aboard a helicopter. Escorted by a full complement of soldiers, a KGB signal sweeper, and Colonel Rehuba in a gray green greatcoat and a handsome beaver hat. They were not gonna let him get away. This is so weird because, like, in hot wars, these are just POWs. (laughs) Yeah. They give him back. They're just like, please don't do that again. Please don't. Found one of your strays over here again. We made sure he didn't, like, know anything. Please keep control of them. It took us forever to find him this time. Please don't. Just wasting a lot of time. Um, the Wanderer, I mean, he doesn't have a name either. At least they gave him a title. I mean, he sounds super cool. The Wanderer told the crowd of villagers that he was not pleased to be back in the U.S. and that he planned to keep on walking. He sounds like a fallout hero, actually. A little bit. I think he might be from a video game. Because um, he he disappeared and not really sure what happened to him. Mm-hmm. They like they speculate that maybe he like went back, he kept on trucking. The Wanderer. He's like, I'll get there. I'm very interested just how many of these people really want to be in Russia at this time. That seems mildly bizarre to me, but I don't know. Must be a lot harder to uh abscond from Russia. Well, and we know, at the time, not a lot of people knew what Russia was like in America. Like, Americans didn't know. And, like, this isn't Russia. It's different. Yeah. It's not like you're in Moscow. They're, um... They're very close, but they're still very far away. Like, everyone thought the Russians had horns. And everyone thought, um... I'll get... I'll get... Well, I'll just tell you. Um... So the, the the article, one of the articles I was reading, was written in 1988. Okay. Um, and the author describes how the Russians felt about Alaska in the day. Sure. Um, and it was suggested to the writer by a senior United States intelligence figure posted in the Soviet Union, uh, who had visited a workman's pub. Uh, that all all of the drinking companions were were very like solidly. Uh, of the mind that Alaska wasn't American, uh, that it was not really sold to the US, but it was more like on loan. Like they were gonna get it back. Yeah, it was okay. sort of like Hong Kong. Like at some point, uh, it's gonna be given back to them. Sure. Uh, the lease is gonna be up, the hammer and sickle's gonna fly up there, everything's gonna go back to normal. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, that would have started a war. <laughs> I mean, if they did it by force, it would have. Um, if they would have even insisted. Oh yeah, well, America would have been like no. I don't know if it would have started a war. I think it just That's laughed. Ours. Just a little laughed and been like no. Well, no, I don't think America would have started. I think Russia would have, but yeah, it's like uh, no, um, no, no. I'll tell you how it's gonna go. Is that uh, we're gonna need to pay back our debt to China, and it's gonna be well. You're going to go to China, or we're going to sell you off to Russia. And Alaska's going to be like, I guess, Russia, then. Meh. Cool. Doesn't sound that bad. That's fine. But I want to tell you my favorite story. Yes. Uh, my favorite Cold War story, it's the one I always think about. That's the one I always think about when I think of people being people, I guess. And just, like, how how weird this got. Sure, how weird this got, so uh not long ago, so I assume you know mid eighties um another defector was out past uh the scattered like crab holes and like polar bear tracks mm-hmm. uh picking his way over the ice uh and like both sides are watching this guy amble around through their binoculars. I mean, you gotta know, like, anytime anyone's out there walking around in clear view, the Soviets are just, like, watching, and the Americans are just watching. Everyone's just watching, like, what are you doing? What's happening? That'd be the perfect time to attack. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is Cold War, but, like, just make a good distraction and then just take it over. Yeah, and there's, like, nothing to do, either. Right. Um, They're only entertainment. They don't have TV or right. the internet. Well, every now and then, just because of the... um the electromagnetic field thing that I talked to you about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every now and then, at least back on the mainland, they can get pretty good reception on uh, Soviet television. Oh, nice. I don't know if they can on the Little Island. Maybe. Uh, But they mostly just listen to, like, the Soviets talk about coffee or whatever. They They speak Russian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, so the guy out in the middle of nowhere is just fumbling around. Uh, So someone... From the gate, the KGB border post on Big Diomede. Uh, it says, almost certainly the forlorn Colonel Rehuba uh, places an international call. Forlorn. He's watching this. He picks up the phone. Right. Uh, and that call goes from Big Diomede to Providenia to Novos- <laughs> Novosibirsk. Novosibirsk? Don't know. Novosibirsk. Sure. So glad we don't have any Russian listeners Not yeah. yet. And that goes to Moscow, and that goes to White Plains, New York, mm-hmm. which goes to Point Reyes, California, Gosh. which goes to Anchorage, which goes to Tin City, a place kind of on the coast. Okay. And from there it goes to Little Dimeed. The message has ricocheted through time and space, 21 time zones around the entire world, Mm -hmm. uh, to the village police safety officer who is sitting in a building three miles away from where the call is placed. That's so stupid. In thick, Russian-accented English, the caller, weary, sad, uh, says... Would you please keep your people on your side of the dateline? That's my favorite story. Could you just. (laughs) Could you just. I love that these are all Americans, too, because we have an image of Russians just being like drunk and like being morons. And it's just the Russians are like, God, these Americans won't leave us alone. Can you stop? Coming over here. It's so annoying. I have to chase you down every other day. Could you please keep your people on your side of the date line? There's so many drunks. Uh, Every time. It's just you keep doing this and I can't handle it. So should we end on a happy note or on a sad note? Uh, Oh, oh, no. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Oh, well... So the Cold War ended, you know, like 91 sure. 90. I it wasn't happening while I've been alive. So yeah, about that. Sure. Um and so that that, you know, that's when the the ice wall came down. <laughs> uh-huh. Um but recently it's been going back up a little bit. Oh no. Um, I was reading an article from the New York Times in 2015 that people on both sides are, like, having trouble seeing their family, and they've been separated for just long enough that, like, no one speaks the same language anymore. It's so sad. Even though it's just, like, their uncle. Right. Like, here's my uncle, and he speaks Russian, and I don't, I don't and now no one, like, talks to each other anymore because we can't, like, go see anyone. It's very sad. Putin. Oh, Putin. Oh, and They're supposed to be friends, I don't understand. I know. It's almost... I don't know, it's almost like people are people. Putin's not people. Putin's not people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, Alaska history is good Russian history. I like it. Everyone should keep in mind what work can be like if you just... Tap people down, give them a hot cocoa, and send them back. Yes, like you, uh, you're drunk, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Turn around. Turn around. You should. You should not be out walking around there. Soldiers. Put a soldier on each (laughs) side of them. Just walking back again. I want to tell you, probably retell you a story real quick about when I was in a at church one time, and I sat by this boy who I thought was cute. And then we started talking about uh, international relations class. Of course. Which I was, like, super excited about, because we had both taken from the same teacher mm-hmm. at different times. And I was like, oh, what country were you? Yeah. And then he told me it was Russia. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's by choice, right? And so I was like, okay, like, there are reasons that you would pick Russia. Hot. Right? Hot. Tell, That's tell fine. me. Sure. That's fine. Um, I was France, of course. Mm-hmm. But. The, France and Russia have a. Thick, interesting history. Together. They do, um, but so I was like, oh, okay, and I was like talking to him for a bit, and then at some point, and this is honestly, this is a church where we're not supposed to be very political, right? Mm-hmm. It's like also about- this is a class where each student like pretends to be a country, or pretends to be, like, the person ambassador from that country? Yes. Like, uh-huh. I was, in, in our class, I was the president of France. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, like, and because I was a larger country involved, I, like, had a buddy, too, oh. who was, like... <laughs> you had a secretary. I did. He was my secretary. And so I... Uh, but he came was Russia, and I was like, oh, interesting. And so then I was like, oh, that had to be, like... Was that difficult for you or like was it really interesting for you as far as like personal beliefs versus like, you know, what, what's going on in Russia or whatever? Cause like, you know, this is in the time of Putin, and so I'm like that's a thing. Um, and Mormons are generally pretty conservative, um, politically. But uh he starts talking about how great Putin is. Oh. And he calls Obama a dictator. Because Obama was a president at the time. And uh, I forget what you told me, because I'm sure this was the first thing I asked again. Uh It's like, was he in character? (laughs) No. (laughs) He was just talking as himself. And I was like, I'm like, because I think I said something, because he was like, what's wrong with Putin? And I was like, he's a dictator, right? And then he was like, well, he was elected. And I had to restrain myself from being like... Hitler was elected. It doesn't matter, like, if you're elected. Also, like, Hitler was elected fairly. Putin's not elected fairly. <laughs> Are you joking? It doesn't matter what he's elected to. He could be elected uh, head uh, broom closet janitor, and right. he would still be the most powerful man and in he's Russia. he's still in charge. Yeah. Um... You know, which I didn't. I did not say Hitler was elected because I didn't want to like start a big argument right before sacrament. <laughs> well, Hitler, <laughs> but um, Stand but then up. he and then he started saying something about Obama being a dictator. I'm like, no, Obama was actually elected fairly, and I was like, I have to go, but I had to like sit through an hour of church next day after that, <laughs> and I was like, this is terrible, so awkward. That moment when you find yourself sitting next to weird Russia. Right, and I was just like, oh no, you're drinking the vodka. Russia's great, but... um, Putin's not. Putin's not. No, I we love Russia a lot, both of us, um, and I just constantly feel very bad for Russia. It's because we love Russia that we don't like Putin. Yes, and we pity Russia, like, in the nicest way possible, that you always seem to be left with the most destructive, incompetent rulers possible. Mm-hmm. Almost every time. It's very rare in Russian history that they have a nice, competent ruler in any regard. This keeps happening to you, and we wish it wouldn't. Right. On a very short, reoccurring cycle, and it's very sad um, that we hope you can break someday. You deserved better. And deserve better currently. Mm hmm. Someone, I forget who it was, it was probably Emily, you know Mm -hmm. Emily, I do. who who phrased it for the first time that I heard it. It's like, Russia didn't have a renaissance. Mm. When Europe was having its renaissance, Russian had Mongols. Right. And that set the tone. Right, because they're always kind of set back as far as Europe's concerned. They very desperately want to be part of Europe, and they're just never old enough. Yep. They're or no, never updated or enough. No one, no one wants them, or they decide, like, well, oh, hell with Europe. I'm going to do my thing, and then everyone dies. I'm going to take over Crimea, and you're like, <laughs> don't do that. I mean, don't do that. Maybe don't do that. It's weird like when you read about stuff in history um because like people used to take over different parts of Europe all the time but they don't do it anymore, right? Mm-hmm. After World War 2, we just don't anymore. We drew lines and we're okay with them and we just stopped bothering each other. It's too late. Right. And so like the when that happened the idea that somebody could take over another part of a different European country in my lifetime uh-huh. was insanity to me. I thought we decided not to do this. Like I was like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, stop it. Because you don't want the full force of Europe on you. And America. We won't let you do this. You don't want it up on you. Don't be gross about I'm it. I'm making all the bad gestures. Don't be gross. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. Hot. Hot war. Yeah, hot, you don't want that hot war. Hot pants war. All up on you. All up all up on your areas. I'll say my two major hopes for my lifetime mm-hmm. is that Russia will not have a terrible dictator. That they can have decent rulers again. Because at some points you have, and it was nice. I mean, at this point, I hope in my lifetime I see America have a good leader again. Ah, uh, that's that's easier, though. Those are shorter terms yeah. than dictator for life. It's part, um, partly a joke, partly me drinking my sadness away. Sure. Um, and I would like a unified Korea. That would be lovely. And I have hope for that, even though I feel like it will be very late in my lifetime. Well, you don't, like, skimp on your wishes, do you? No. Nope. Well, on that note... That's been hysterical history. Ha 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 ha! ha. <laughs> and on that on that note of uh, world leaders domestically abusing their countries, we leave you to your workday, to your Betty time, to your night night slippers, your Betty time. Oh gosh, to your your rabbit onesies, your whatever walk, you do, your walks in the park, yeah, your cognac, your Kanye. Kanye (laughs) your constipation your constables please don't listen to us while you're on the toilet and you can't go (laughs) You, you have my blessing I don't mind some people it takes a while what else he gonna oh, do? Probably it's not for what an hour. I oh. mean, not the whole time. Okay. Then you start having problems. You shouldn't be sitting down for that long. You need long. to go to the doctor. You need. You need help. You need medication. <laughs> you need. <laughs> you need Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope uh, you learned something about Alaska and Russia. Uh, I hope I hope Alexandra still listens to us and isn't too sad. <laughs> Hello. I like that someone sending us an email finally has given us so much anxiety that we're going to do something stupid now. It's like that's a real person and they might suddenly stop liking us. Also, instead of just like thanking her, we like brought we dragged her into this. <laughs> She's part of our our sin crimes now talking about this multiple times. She Putin's going to find her. It's uh, going to be the worst. No. It's, we would I'm never, so we would sorry. never wish Putin on you. It's so I'm so sorry. <laughs> no one's ever gonna email us again, ever. <laughs> We've insured it, mutually assured, <laughs> non-emailing, mutually assured dandays, mutually assured <laughs> the days. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening, and you'll hear us next time. Bye. 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 Bye.